What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Tony, and welcome to the next episode of Tony Fat Presents Manifesting Comedy, the podcast. Man, I want to say, first off, thank you for tuning in and finding an interest in what I talk about. And then in the comedian career that I have, I appreciate that for checking in on it. Currently, tomorrow, I'm doing a virtual Zoom call with the AKAs. And they are out of the Inkster, Michigan area. And it is for promoting HBCUs. And we're going, they're allocating funds to give to an HBCU. And it's exciting. I get to meet a lot of the women in that particular sorority. And they always just be giving me a lot of love. And they speak life into me. And, you know, they're, they're, they, seem to be real fans of the comedy that I give. You know, even though they told me it was like, you got to clean it up because it's a clean show, Tony. So I'm like, okay. So it's kind of cool to get that kind of a challenge too because I haven't done a clean show in a long time. You know, like I don't seek clean shows, but this opportunity came to me, you know, from somebody that was like, I know a guy. He's funny. And I got to shout Anthony out for that. Um. Coach, that's what we call him. But he he definitely hooked me up. And it's like, well, that's kind of sweet. So that's tomorrow. It's a Zoom call. It's on the Eventbrite. I share it on my social media. So if you're on my social media, you'll see it. That's exciting. That's at 8 p.m. tomorrow. It's a $5 admission fee. You should check it out. I'm very excited for that opportunity. You know, I've been practicing. I've been, I don't normally practice in front of people. So practicing in front of them is it's a different perspective. You know, I've always practiced in my room, you know what I'm saying? So I guess me saying that in the last couple episodes, you know, my circumstances just so happened. Now I got to practice in front of people. They'd be like, okay, let me hear your lines. Go over your jokes. So <laughs> I'm like, huh? Am I like how I've been doing comedy since I do, I started. I don't tell jokes in front of people. They just, you hear for the first time how you get them. And that's, you know, it's been both good and bad, but it's like, it's different now. It's bringing a different part out of me. You know, it's helping me get outside of my comfort zone, one. And then the fact that, one, I'm not doing a, uh, you know, like, a, I'm not doing this cussing. You know what I'm saying? That's, I'm, I don't seek shows like this, bro. That's that's how serious it is. So now that I got one in my lap, I, um, this is a challenge to be more. You know, uh, the expectations that people have of me with this coming up with them is, like, high, bro. And I fuck with it. And it's like, wow, I literally just went to sleep one day and I woke up and it was just sitting in my lap, bro. It was literally in my DM, the opportunity. It's really cool how like opportunities arise as a comedian too. So it's like, sometimes I seek it through Facebook and other times they come my way. And sometimes I realize I'm like, man, I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of nervous about upcoming events. You know, I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes I doubt it. Like, man, can I do it? Is this something I can do? I kind of get in my head about it. Sometimes I decline opportunities. You know, sometimes I decline the fucking daddy event. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Something came up. It's a little different in the culture of comedy. You know what I'm saying? People drop out all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's about doing it respectfully. And if you got to do it, do it early. You feel me? Do it as early as possible. Or if you can't even commit, don't commit. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it from the producer side. I'm like, I just got to make sure because if I'm paying you, I need you to come through with this performance. 
but I have never not shown up from a paid performance. I always showed up for those. It'd be like open mics or it'd be like, it was like a thousand dollar cash giveaway shit. That, that didn't mean shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, getting the cash because I've done, you know, competition comedy shows and it's not always about who the funniest, you know what I'm saying? It's about like, they got the shows that they're called the bringer shows. People be coming out to those. And so who brought the most people or something? That'd be like the first round. So it could be like, but then again, comedy subjective, but there have been times where I know I've been the funniest, you know what I'm saying? But I have not got that. I didn't get what I thought I was going to get. So it's definitely, it's humbling, but it's, I guess it's a part of the game. It's been times I'm like, damn, I didn't get my name called. So it's like, okay, bet. So it'd be like that, you know, it's, it's, it's never no hate toward another comedian that does better, but it's like, I don't even like feeling that way. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I don't, I really don't compete. I don't like competing. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm kind of out of that phase in my life. For me right now, I'm in the phase of my life where I'm trying to fucking navigate what I understand now. I feel like it, like I'm, like I'm seeing the world differently now, you know, versus growing up, I played football all my life. So I was competitive. It just was, it helped that edge, you know, help that aggressive side. But right now, bro, I'm kind of just, I'm going with life, bro. I'm I'm happy to fucking exist. I'm trying to get into new experiences all the time, bro. And I'm trying to meet new people. I don't try to disrespect anybody. I always try to just leave people better than I found them. It's harder for some people, of course, but I'm, I'm not really in competition with anybody. You know what I'm saying? I, I just do shit because I want to do it. I don't compete at it, you know what I'm saying? And then comedy, that's, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to do that shit. You know, in fact, the fact that I fucking exist is a fucking miracle in itself. So, and then me, me living is the fucking game. I'm supposed to enjoy it. So for me, I think it's like, I know when I'm the funniest in the room and I know when I'm not the funniest in the room, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of that is under my control when you go to, when you go to certain shows or certain areas where, the, you know, there are people are still new. Or you go to the area where there's like a certain type of style of comedy. It's not, go, you know what I'm saying? It's boring. It's a, They have some like dry ass humor comedy shows. And you be in that bitch. And you the one black guy. It's like you expected to be funnier than everybody in this bitch. But it's it's probably not the case. But it could be. But it's like, what's so different about this guy? He wants to be up here. What's his story? But then it's like, I don't really, I don't really compete. I try to set my teammates up or my, my coworkers up or my partners in comedy. Any comedians on my show, I set them up to succeed. When I run a show, it's about all of us eating. You know what I'm saying? It's about all of us looking our best. I'ma get the shine on my shit. Best believe. Like I'm if you think you look, I'm about to be looking good too. You know what I'm saying? I try to like one example would be with my last show. My niggas got different light schemes that came when they was performing. But I was the only nigga to get the smoke. I got the smoke effect on mine because this is my shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say the sweet shit for me. <laughs> but I'm going to still help put niggas on. You know what I'm saying? Especially when I do it. But it's like we was getting niggas their favorite color coming out and a like and a like schemes for them coming out. That shit's sweet. You know what I'm saying? They, that, that, that experience is not something that they have before. Shit, I didn't have it before neither. But I, the shit came across. You know, my experiences of, you know, being a producer. Shit, so I'm like, bet. Then, then my homie over there, uh, he was like, yo, yo, let me show you this. 
Phil, yep, Phil Garcia. He was like, hey, let me show you this. This sweet right here. You go like this. He hit that, he hit that switch. And that and that smoke came down when I was coming on the cross. Man. I was like, yeah, say that for me. Save that for me. You know what I'm saying? I think that's that's what I do, but I don't wouldn't call that being competitive. I don't have to be competitive as shit. <laughs> Not at all. I think it's one thing when I'm out being physical, we playing a sport. Yeah, that's one thing. But in my real fucking life, I I don't try to compete with anybody. I just I literally just enjoy living my fucking life. <laughs> I be in a room and you can tell when guys be getting macho because they got the drugs in them or they got alcohol in them. I kind of be chilling out. You know what I'm saying? I went to all boys school in high school. You, I kind of already used to shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't compete. So it'd be like, they be having certain conversations and shit. I'd be like, y'all niggas just, just disrespectful only because y'all intoxicated or under the influence. But it's like, most of the time, bro, the people that if not all the time, the people you see me with, I try to stay out of the drama. We don't, I don't really hang around drama. You know what I'm saying? If anything, I might create my own suffering, but who don't? But I don't bring drama to people. I try to help bring a different perspective to the people that I know and love. I try to just give them my attention and my time. But I don't, you know, for I don't try to compete with them. And I, I don't try to bring the drama to them. So that's, that's just what I say on it, how I feel about it. But I don't compete in life. Fuck compete. Uh-uh. I think it's cool when you're dealing with sports, but I don't. I'm not. A, I don't want to be a competitor. That's not how I see life. It's a lot. It's so much shit out here. We all can have. I'm not here to fucking compete. I'm here to make sure I can eat, though. You know what I'm saying? And you know that's one thing. But I'm not really here out here like I got to do better than him. Oh I got to get better numbers. That's not what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure I understand what I'm always doing. All my actions, I understand them. I want to make sure I understand the purpose of them and why I chose those decisions. You know what I'm saying? I just want to have a good time when I make decisions. That's it. I want to see the decision in front of me, make the best choice that I possibly can and be happy doing it. But I'm not trying to sit up here and be like, oh, I got to do this many things to beat him. Nope. No. <laughs> and that's not how I rock with comedy. You know what I'm saying? I think I support... One, the people who support me, but also support what's funny. And I, and I just like people who who, who are good people. You, you do good by me, I do good by you. Shit, I try to just do it like, I'll share your shit, especially if we cool, if I know you. If I fuck with your shit, <clears throat> no matter what, I don't really have enemies. I couldn't name a person that right now that we are like nemesis. I have no nemesis. I, don't, I hope I don't have a nigga plotting on me because that's not how I live my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't live my life, you know, with beef with people. I don't have beef with anybody. I feel like I came to a clear understanding. It was this one girl that we did not end on the terms that I would like, like I normally end with people, but just in those circumstances, they were what they were. Um, but I'm cool with, hey, outside of that, I'm even maybe we cool. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? I have no beef. I think that's kind of pointless to be, be wasting my energy on not fucking with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Some people, we just don't communicate no more. It's no love loss. It's just in my day-to-day routine, I ain't talked to your ass in the longest. And it's nothing, no feelings. It's just when I had any experiences with you, how did you treat me? That's how I take it. No matter how long we talked ago. So how was our experiences? That usually dictates shit. I think that's how I look at it. So that's what I'm saying. I'm going I'm to label this bitch. Um, 
Why compete? Why compete? Oh, no, no. I'm going to label it. I don't... Um, what should I label this one? This one, I'm trying to think of an idea. So this one is going to be around... I would say... Why I choose not to compete. Bam. I like that. Why I choose not to compete. It's just so sweet how stuff be happening. Come to the idea. And this is all put on paper and thought. That's what they say the feminine and the male is. The feminine is the idea. Having the idea mentally. And the male energy is when you are like putting that thought into action. It's like the creation. It's uh, the creation process. And an African, this is something I recently came across. In African spirituality, that's like they use male and female per, uh, like physical like uh, traits and uh, examples so we can understand different aspects of our own self, though. So it's like the yin and yang and shit. So like I'm thinking about painting and then me actually painting are two different things, but they speak about the male and feminine. Well, the feminine and the uh, masculine, that's what it actually is, the feminine and the masculine. And it's not so much a gender thing, like a penis or a vagina or a biological thing, I should say. But it's not so much a male-female thing. Because we all have energy that's like masculine and feminine. That's what that shit was about. Damn, crazy. I be putting y'all hip to shit and y'all ain't know it. So, look, look. In this podcast, I be like... I know you got to know my thoughts be, they be everywhere. But shit, I'm honest, though. I try to tell the truth about it. Everybody mind be racing. You just kind of tuned in that, in that format where I'm recording my thoughts. So let's do this. It's so crazy how, like, this podcast stuff is going because we got it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It's something that I just put it out. So it's on Google uh podcast those are three that i know i wanted for sure because those usually come by default apps on people's phone one thing i would suggest if you are listening to this i mean you kind of care what i'm talking about is look up at the sky and try to see like <clears throat> different things at night i don't know if you are a night person you don't have to be up in the middle of the night but if you ever see an open open sky no clouds and get the chance to look at the stars or the suns and all that shit in the, in the sky the planets look at it and just that's just ponder it. And it's so crazy what different stuff mean. And we down here, we really don't know what the fuck we looking at. But we just looking up. Like, I got this app. I'm going to put y'all hip to. I should talk about that. This is called Night Sky. I'm sorry. It's called Sky Guide. And it it just helped. They got, they got inf- you, you point your phone toward what you're looking at. It'll see what it is in the sky. You tap it. And then it'll give you a detailed brief on what's in the sky it's talking like you know what you're looking at what it look like what's the information on it they be showing you if you're looking at a satellite and they got the you can turn the compass on and off you turn the compass on then it's gonna be looking at what you're looking at but if it's not on you could be anywhere so just get turn the compass on it's just so wild this world that we live in is fucking wild definitely think that you know being a comedian now and opposed to a football player because I've been a football player longer than about a decade. I've been a football player for a decade, still not as much as a comedian, but I can see more of my personality being a comedian these days. And 
it's just different. My experiences are different how I like apply myself to things. The expectations, the people who know I'm a comedian is to always say something funny in the perfect time. Like, you know what I'm saying? And my job, one thing I like about my job is I get the chance to be vocal a lot. And I'm your level one employee there. You know what I'm saying? And it's like they create the space where we have actual meetings where people can be vocal and ask questions. It's damn near like how Starbucks, we have people go there to have dialogue. But the only thing is we talk about work. You know what I'm saying? And But we talk about things in real life that apply to work. So we may talk about uh, like different pronouns. We talked about, you know, like body language and reading that, but applying that to customers in the store who needs assistance. Um, we would talk about like even the social distancing we're going on now. Like my job is about being transparent with customers and just being upfront with them. Like, but some people in their real lives are like, I'm not gonna lie. When I started working for Apple and even when I was working with Apple through a third party, like, the way they have you talk to people is is a way that is more they encourage you to find ways to articulate yourself and they they try to help you keep balance of your composure while having tough conversations so that's definitely one thing i know for sure my job taught me and you know what i'm saying in my job you know i'm you know what i'm saying like i appreciate that you know what i'm saying it's like to be able to, they help the, I don't know about anybody else, but I use my ability at my job to be social and to engage and continue, continue conversation flow. It is definitely helping me on a comedian level. You know, and I understood at my last job, my role when I was a trainer, I teach people, but as I'm teaching them, I'm being funny and I'm creating jokes while I'm doing it. So I'm kind of, and I had a flow in that. That's how I was able to do my last show. So I'm creating a kind of a flow in that at work. You know what I'm saying? I have to, one thing I know I want to do, I have to somehow is be able to record the funny stuff more often where I work now. But I, now I'm in the, in the mood at my job where it's like, I can remember what I said to people and later on I can write it down, but it's not in that real time. It's the only thing when it comes to comparing my job and how it improves me for comedy. But like just the vocal aspect and the being able to use, um, my body language plus the words that I choose and my eye contact, like we definitely have those conversations. So it's it's very good on the support side for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like we're literally in customer service. And I feel like when they say people really take their information and and try to model it for themselves, that makes sense. I'm literally taking what I learned and how to communicate at work to my personal life i'm having tougher conversations in my real life only only because well, not probably only but strongly because i've learned the skill while at work wild so i'm glad that they invested in me like that and i'm glad i put forth the effort you know what i'm saying i think i might compete in that aspect when people don't talk i will talk you know what i'm saying that's the only time i really will compete but it's only if i feel like called to you know what I'm saying if I have the urge to but I usually like to partake if not I love to lead I love talking I lead everything if I knew how so it's like and you know me being a comedian is is different because you got to fill the room out sometimes I don't fill the room out 
like I should, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to earn the trust of the room back later in the show besides just getting it early. Um, but, yeah, bro, I, I love the fact that I can be vocal uh, at my job and develop myself socially for my actual career. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I love. I love to hear that. I love to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited to see where things are going. I'm excited to see where things are going for me and my life and what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? It's it's cool when you see stuff pan out for you, like how you've seen it in your mind and then you start actually seeing it in your being, like in your essence. It's something you can touch now from an idea, something you can touch, you can pass out. People can see for themselves. It's something about the creation process. It's something about manifesting it. You know what I'm saying? How it all started off from just a simple idea out of the millions that you thought one day and then it stuck and you made it happen. You literally pulled something out the ether. Like, hold on, hold on. Let me utilize this really quick. Literally, that's why I tell people, take your diary to bed. Take your diary to bed with you. Put that boy, boy right on the nightstand. Leave it open if you live, if you can sleep by, if you sleep by yourself. But if it's a privacy thing, you got to, you know, have that conversation with anybody you may share a bed with or have it somewhere when you first get up, you can write stuff down. That's the goal because we forget our dreams so quick, so quick. So when you come back to being awake in this state, you have to write that stuff down. You'll be surprised what idea you come up with. Next thing you know, you're the creator of a car. Like a flying car. That's what I mean. A flying car. Ooh, you're done. You're done, son. You out of there. All that, all that doing stuff you didn't want to do. At least you now you're getting paid. But depending on certain stuff, you know, you could change your life just off an idea. And I, when I say change your life, like the trajectory of your life just propelled. Because ideas come from anywhere. You know what I'm saying? They come from everywhere. You had a thought, you never told nobody. Next thing you know, you hear somebody else having the same thought, but now they're vocalizing it, or they're already reaping the rewards from something that you thought, but you never finished. You know what I'm saying? We all got connected to the same source. That's what I think. I could be wrong, but just ideas are not one person solely. You just happen to be the mouthpiece to get that shit out and get it going. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? That shit wild, man. The world is good. We're already in paradise. We're trying to take that away from us. Shit, we exist right now. This is paradise. This should be paradise. You see how niggas don't let it be paradise? The fact that we exist right now is a fucking miracle. I'll say it again. It's a fucking miracle. Where did this shit come up? We just popped up in this bitch. What was before birth? I think that's the same shit that happened when you die. You go back to wherever the fuck you was before. That's what I think. I could be wrong there too, though, but that's what I think. That gave me comfort. I can sleep good as fuck at night. No matter how the fuck the day went. Good as fuck that night. You know what I'm saying? It's just so, it's so crazy. So I put up with a lot of shit. We be, we, we caught in mind traps. We caught in mind traps. It's, I mean, I'm not excluded from that, but there's so many mind traps out here. Why the fuck is we on this earth, nigga? Just ask yourself that shit. It's a purpose. You just, miraculously exist and then you on this earth for what reason you don't ask those questions we're not taught to we it got us our mind gone as fuck look at your fucking hand bro you exist you just popped up do i gotta take you to play virtual reality so you understand 
you exist. That shit is wild. That shit is wild. And it'd be like, it'd be so many systems in place that are so fucked up, but that was supposedly here before I was born. And I still got to like fight that shit. The best example of that shit, car insurance. That's the most bullshit. I know y'all know that shit bullshit too. My nigga, I don't get a check back at the end of the month. You know what I'm saying? Where's my money? I didn't do anything. You know, I got two tickets before. But I'm saying like, they once I have insurance, I pay money to these people just in case. First off, I have these people because the law says I have to have it, which I think is mighty fucking shady. Like, this some government putting their hands in, into some business pockets or something. I don't know, bro. But it's like we pay them. We pay these people to insure us if something happens. Literally, nothing happens and you get nothing back. You just spent money for with these people. Let you need to go to the repair shop or accident happen. When you literally need to use them, you get penalized. Tell me that's not some okie doke shit. That's some old backwards ass shit. It's so much shit that's backwards in our fucking world. And that's it. That's one of them. That shit is a sham. Fuck that shit. You don't get no money back. Man. And then if, if you get a ticket, your shit go up. That's okay. I can understand that. But if I scrape my shit in my car, in my driveway, on my car, I scrape my shit in my driveway... I just need my paint job done. And that shit make my, my fucking insurance go up. Only because I used it? That's some old bullshit. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the shit I'm talking about. It's a sham. And that shit was here before I even got here. Ain't nobody thought about fixing that. It's the same shit with slavery. How they teach that shit. And how we just don't ever acknowledge that. One, they never was given reparations. Or anything to mentally spiritually and emotionally heal these people period we can say all the other shit too but no, nothing's ever in place for that shit you know what i'm saying and then when we try to create shit like that that's going to heal our people it's just taken away think about it like the dagger the, the degradation of my people is intentional as fuck but i'm here to be on some comedy shit but it's like those are different topics you know what I'm saying? Of shit that was wrong before I got here. Am I supposed to be saving these bitches? Is that why I exist? Like, what the fuck is our purpose? I think our purpose is to just simply exist and just be and just go every day. Have a good ass day. They don't have to be the same. But it's for show some people in place that God is doing the same shit all the motherfucking time. Nigga, every day be blending in. You be doing the same shit at work. Having the same bullshit conversations with the same bullshit you know, going on. Then you go talk to some people that you create. Your life is the fucking same at home and at work every day. You don't know what day it is. And you doing that shit for 40 fucking years. You know what I'm saying? They stealing our life away from you. Tell me that's not a fucking problem. Like, how the fuck do I live on this ball? I just came, I popped up and I, and it's like, they tell us to work for 40 years. Because maybe by then, you'll be able to understand how to live for the rest of your life on a little bit of money that you got coming in. Because you got money saved up. Like, they literally steal time from us. Like, we exchanging our, our time for money. 
I mean, it'd be a cap on it anyway because you only make so much an hour and you only can work so many hours in a day. You got to go to sleep. It's the system, bro. They call that the rat race. But it's intentional, bro. It's fucking intentional. I don't know, man. I don't compete. That's all I'm going to say. I don't compete, and that's why I don't compete. Because I know now that I exist. I'm living right now to live many experiences, to meet many great people, you know what I'm saying, and to live my life. I'm not here to really do things, you know what I'm saying, that other people want me to do. I have to do it because I want to do it, you know what I'm saying. I don't compete, you know what I'm saying. I don't I don't make life harder than it has to be. You know, I exist. I'm happy for no no reason at all. I don't need one, you know what I'm saying. So... I try not to let media and I try not to let social media really encompass and entangle my mind and trap me. I know I still have to navigate to use it in this world to communicate with people, but there's so much more to our real lives than the shit that we actually do. Like we literally have five senses that we all know about, you know what I'm saying? But what about when you close your eyes, the mental movie that you can see, how you can use your imagination? We don't talk about that shit, but that'd be the shit that changed your fucking life is your imagination. You know what I'm saying? The actions you take when you have these imaginations. Because when you have the imagination, you can start to picture how shit is done. You can start to see how you want things to be. So then when you see that, you know what decisions you have to make for it. You know what circumstances you have to create in order to make these decisions. You know what I'm saying? You low-key reverse engineering yourself to the answer. It's low-key wild, bro. You ever just be thinking about somebody and call them? Oh, no. You ever be thinking about somebody? And they call you. You know what I'm saying? It's so different. Or you call them. They be, I was just thinking about you. Bro, It's a, bro. we connected. It's some invisible shit. We already got Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. We got near-field communication. The NFC. You know how they be doing that shit? They be sending shit through the air we can't see. It's so much shit that we can't see in this world, fucking world. We can't hear everything. We can't taste everything. It's so different. It's hella different. I don't know. It's, I just, it's so much more. But we don't never talk about none of that shit. We don't talk about none of that shit. Think about it. And it's intentional. We don't talk about none of the real big questions. We don't have uh, places, you know, to have these type of conversations. And then when people have these conversations, people may get... You know, angry, but I think it's all a respect thing and just setting the foundation properly when you first create the air arena. That's what I'm going to do. We're going to come together. We're going to have these big topics. We're going to just talk about shit. You know what I'm saying? We're going ha- we're gonna to have to because then we can move the culture. But then after a while, bro, because we have to create a way because something's going to be different. We got to have those conversations, but we also got to start doing shit that's action-based and creating shit. You know what I'm saying? We got to be doing stuff that's going to change the world. We got to be popping out new ideas and then, you know what I'm saying, and then putting that into something tangible that people can see with that one sense. They can touch something that's going to, like, help elevate us, elevate our minds. I think a lot of it is spiritual, you know what I'm saying? I mean, as an individual, but even in not having a spirituality side, it's some shit going on while we exist. People pop up ideas. Cars wasn't just around. Somebody thought about that bitch. That book that you read, that bitch was thought about. Somebody created that phone you got was somebody fucking idea manifested into the physical. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We as a people got to be doing shit like that and do it young. 
Teach young. We got to do some shit that's going to change our life. We got to empower our mind. We got to change some shit. But look, look. This episode was called Something About Not Competing and Living My Real Life. Why I Live My Real Life Rambling Thoughts. That's probably what it's going to be called. Thought Rambling. That's what we're going to call it for real, for real. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good time. I'm going to bring a comedian on here next time or somebody funny. And we're going to jump on the podcast and we're going to just talk, get they spill. Again, thank you for tuning in to Tony, myself, uh, Tony Fantz, Manifesting Comedy Podcast. Um, this is just different, man. I, I really want to have more people on, you know what I'm saying, just so we can get more opinions because I love rambling, as you can see. I want to get more people on here and we can just share our thoughts because this is going to be one of the pieces that I have out consistently. I'm just doing a podcast consistently, so it can always be something people can be, you know, stay tuned in with me on. That's what I would say. Well, y'all all tune into the next episode when I come. Don't forget, I got the event tomorrow with the AKAs. It's digital. It's the virtual reality. Uh, I said virtual reality. Virtual Zoom call. Yeah, yeah, it's on my page. All right, y'all.